Hey monsters, it's your girl Joy, Purpose and Cultural Strategist. Welcome to the show, Just Us Sisters. Let's get started with living out and growing into this thing we call womanhood. Hey sis, it's your girl Joy. Listen, I want to invite each and every one of you guys here and welcome y'all to this episode of Just Us Sisters podcast. I have a special guest in here with us today as we celebrate Women's History Month and tell her stories. We are featuring her on today. She is an up and coming entrepreneur, but y'all, she's been in the game for a while, okay? She's one of those people that work behind the scenes you don't really know, but she produces and she makes a whole lot of things happen. She's a senior entertainment manager for the Los Angeles Sparks. She's had a career in the entertainment industry dating back since the uh, 90s. And she's worked for production on special and major products, projects. I'm sorry. I want to introduce to some and uh, reintroduce to others my friend, my sister friend, Deborah Moten. Hey, Deborah, how you doing? Hey, Joy. I'm really good and just so happy to be here chatting with you. <laughs> I am happy too. It, it was trying to connect for a minute, but we we finally got it. We finally got it. Yes. So Deborah, you I I looked at your bio and it's a lot here going on here. I've been knowing you for a long time. Very long. And so some of this stuff I, I didn't know that you did it. And other things I'm like, yeah, she did it, but there's a lot more behind you. It's kind of like Transformers more than meets the eye type of thing. And, and, and that's what you are. And so I know that you have, you are the CEO and founder of Authentic Black Culture. And that's a brand that you just recently launched and has been, and you have been having fairly good success with that. And, but before we get into the brand, I want to talk about the woman behind the brand. What's going on with you? What, how did you get from uh, there to where you're at right now? In order for me to tell you how I got here, I got to tell you how I started. Let's just go back. My mom told me from the time that I was a very young little girl that I was picking my own clothes. I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. I was always uh, a little dancer. I danced around the house. I knew the latest dances at three, four, and five. She said I just was a lot extra when I was little. And so it just grew. All my life, I've loved Two things that I know that I've loved and wanted to be a part of was dance and fashion. And I was blessed enough to be able to do and am doing both of those things in a professional nature. Back in the 90s, I started out dancing with 90s sensation. I was dancing and choreographing from them from the inception of Poison, a song that still reigns today that everybody runs to the dance floor. It sure does. <laughs> no I'm matter what you, age that would light up a party. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter how old you are. Everybody loves poison. And I was a part of that. And I danced for them for several years. And I decided I wanted to become a choreographer. And I started working with a lot of different people. And I've choreographed for Genuine. I've choreographed, of course, BBD, New Edition, Boys to Men. I've worked with, I know Boys to Men is your favorite, Can Master you P. <laughs> Boys and Men, you let's choose your biggest fan. Uh, on tour with Puffy, on tour with SWV. So 
I, that, that's like my dance career, my dance journey. And I just decided I wanted to just stop, get off the road, stop traveling and do more choreography. And, you know, I started choreographing more videos and shows. And I, I just had an amazing journey in the industry. And during that time, what was funny is somehow K-Swiss got in touch with me. I really cannot remember how, but they saw that we wore some K-Swiss in a video. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up for a minute. K-Swiss, the shoe brand. K-Swiss, the shoe brand. The brand that everybody was rocking Back in the, in the 90s. 90s. Yes, got okay. in touch with me. And they saw that we were wearing K-Swiss tennis shoes in a video. And they were like, oh, hey, we, we saw that you were wearing K-Swiss. Would you like for us to send you some free product? And I was like, yeah, of course. I didn't even know that was a thing, that brands would send you free product so that you can wear it, be seen in it, and that it was something called entertainment marketing. I had no idea that even existed. So I learned very quickly that was a thing. So guess what I did? I started reaching out to other brands. I started reaching out to Adidas. I reached out to Nike. I reached out to Puma. And guess what? They all had a department that gave out free stuff to people who were in the entertainment business. Mm. And at that point, like I, I started getting stuff from everywhere for us to dance in. And I figured, oh, figured out that was a job. And that was so weird to me. That was a job giving people free stuff. <laughs> and eventually it's so funny because when I decided to end my dance career and going out, actually dancing for people and that type of thing, I actually got a job giving away stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got a job working with this marketing company and they had the brand uh, Pony. They did Diesel. They did Nautica, Lexo Shoes. They marketed all of these shoe brands. And so I got a job with them as an entertainment marketing coordinator. And I actually started giving away things to entertainers. Very So weird, you became the thing that she was seeking after. Exactly. And it, it, once again, I married entertainment and fashion. So that was one of the points where, okay, fashion, entertainment. So I'm still in, in my profession, but in a different way. And I was still doing a little bit dancing and choreographing and, and putting together a production company to have my own group and pour all that into that. Not me in the group, but to manage a group and produce a group. And so went through that journey work 9-11 hit everything went crazy things kind of just slowed down so I had to kind of change paces again I was still in entertainment marketing I started working with other brands I worked with Dippin' Dots and the electronic brand I was still doing that entertainment marketing giving stuff free stuff to entertainers so I was still in that and moving forward I worked in that for a while but then it came a point where I was like okay there has to be more there has to be more and that at that point is when I decided to go back and get my degree. Cause I had started, when I graduated from high school, I did go to college, but I quit to go dance. Okay. <laughs> Cause I felt like, oh, school's gonna always be there, which it was. And I, would, I don't regret it at all. The only thing I regret is that at that time they didn't have online school where I could have done it. I could have actually completed a degree and dance and toured. And back in the day, it was just brick and mortar. Yeah, so. it was no, so yeah, so these kids, gosh, I would give you so much advice right now. Don't quit school because you can do it all. You, you can, can do it you all. Can, you can do it from all. From your you phone. Know. Yeah, exactly. I've done plenty of lessons from my phone when I was doing <laughs> it. And I did go back online to, to Arizona State University. 
And I was so proud when I completed my degree, I got married, all these things like happened within that time of me. I got married, I finished school. And then my husband's like, okay, you've been like working odd jobs, just here and working, nothing permanent. I was just freelancing. And so he said, oh, you might want to get a job now since you've graduated college. And that's when I was seeking employment. And during that time, I went on so many interviews. So I I just want to tell somebody, you're only going to get what's meant for you, literally. Because I probably, I interviewed with Disney. I interviewed with the NFL with the with the Rams I interviewed oh my god probably so many entertainment companies I wanted every job I interviewed with a, a branding company and I didn't get none of those jobs and I just couldn't believe it <laughs> like <laughs> why is no one hiring me and I would have great interviews and I was sending out resumes like hundreds of resumes a week and I literally was getting a lot of calls a lot of interviews but nobody bit and I saw a job placement and I said that Los Angeles Sparks and they were looking for someone for game operations and it was seasonal. And I was like, everything it said I had experience in is really more based towards live events. And I've worked in production and worked on some shows and that type of thing during my journey. And I knew someone that I knew Magic Johnson had something to do with the Sparks and I knew someone that worked for Magic Johnson. So I hit her up and I was like, Hey, do you know anybody over at the Sparks? Cause they have a job that I'm interested in. And she was like, yeah, actually I do. I know the president. I was like, oh, okay. She said, send me your resume. So she sent my resume over and I got a call probably in the next couple of days, did a phone interview. I got called in for an interview and I got hired. And it was really literally a, supposed to be a seasonal position from April, like until the end of the season in October. But when it was funny because when I went to interview for the job, I only talked about my events experience and my events background. I never, ever told them that I dance professionally, that I've been in the entertainment business for so long that I never told them any of that. I just told them that, oh yeah, I have events experience and I know how to do a live event and what I don't know, they could teach me. You'll learn. Yeah, Yeah, I'll learn. Why didn't you tell them, why didn't you tell them your all of your because in going in that field in the entertainment, a lot of those things are critical for employers or potential employers to know so they could get the whole view perception of the person or the candidate that they're trying to hire. Why didn't you tell them that, hey, I'm a professional dancer and some of these dance moves that are still being done today, I made them up. It's so funny because I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know why I didn't tell them because I guess what the job called for at the time and what the description of the job was more based on a live event. And the timing of a live event and putting together a live event. And I had experience doing that. And so I just hung on that. And then I was an LA native too. I hung on that because the, the person that was interviewing me was not from LA. They had just gotten the job to, to head the department and they came from another state. So I hung on the fact that I'm a native. I can actually steer you in the right direction because this is my hometown. So I, I, I use those cards more than I did anything else. But once I got in and they started seeing, I little by little let it out, little by little. Oh yeah, I know this. Yeah, I know this person. Yeah, and they were actually floored. They were like, wait a minute. So you telling me, so you've been a choreographer, you da 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 da. Cause I didn't come in trying to take over the dance scenes. I just came and sat back and watched everything. 
and just sat back and watched and didn't say anything because I didn't want to come in low. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should do that. I just wanted to ease my way into it. And I did. And, and what's crazy is once they found out what I brought to the table, get how God works is literally, that was a seasonal position job. It was a very low job that I was very much way overqualified for way overqualified, but I just wanted to get in to see if I even like sports. And once I got in there and I showed them who I was, they ended up at the end of the season hiring me full-time salary position with the promotion to a manager position (laughs) that had never been there before. The job was literally created for me. It was created because of me. It was, it didn't even exist before. And I've been there ever since. And that was in April of 2017. You said something there. The job was created for you. Oh, I think a lot of times in the entrepreneur journey, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. And it's a great thing. I'm a serial entrepreneur too, but sometimes you gotta, my grandmother always says you gotta kiss it before you can kick it. Sometimes Uh you gotta, you gotta pay your dues. You might have to go work a a regular job. And even for those who aren't entrepreneurs, but they're trying to pursue something in their field of more advancement, they might've taken a job just to get their foot in the door, but they might've been overly qualified. You said something that when you said that the position was created for you, God will have something What God has for you, he has for you, even if he has to have whoever's in that position to leave or to create something for you to be there. And and, and that's what really happened in your life regarding this opportunity. It started from your husband saying, hey, babe, you need to get a job. You got this degree. Let's do something with it. And then to do that. So let's like bringing it forward. Talk about how, because now you launched your own business, Authentic Mm -hmm. Black Culture, ABC. Mm -hmm. And so how did that even gets started because I looked up one day I didn't even know you was thinking about doing this and then I looked up on Instagram and I saw you got you got bottles and you got your own clothing I said wait wait a minute well let me go ahead and order give me my authentic (laughs) black culture and rock it out so how do we get to how do we get from there to now oh wow it's so crazy because like I say I always love fashion and I always wanted to do someone fashion but I didn't know what. I'm not that good of a drawer. Like I have, I'm very good at putting clothes together. I'm very good at seeing something and knowing it looks good and putting it with the right thing. And I've always been good at that, but I didn't want to be a stylist. That that didn't resonate. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get into fashion, but I love it. Fast forward, of course, 2020 brought us some horrible things, but there has been a lot of great things to come out of it. Literally, Today marks the day that I left work and I was told we're not coming back for another couple of weeks. We are in a pandemic and we were not coming to work for another couple of weeks. Cause at that point we didn't know. It was literally this Friday. It was a different date. It was the 14th, but it was on this Friday that it was. And we all know from there, that year started off crazy with Kobe and it literally just went downhill from there the 2020 and the George Floyd situation happened and it was just, it it turned a lot of people's, our culture, it it just turned it upside down because it was just like, we're over it. We're so tired of this. We've been dealing with this. You've been hearing this. You've been hearing killings. You've been hearing, but to actually watch it on TV for not only black people, but I think for people of all races to watch it and see it 
it's oh okay yeah that's what they've been talking about yeah we literally saw somebody being murdered before our eyes and with that it just it sparked so much. It sparked the protests. It, it, we, everybody was angry. Everybody, then you start brands all of a sudden. Oh, Black Lives Matter. You saw companies, oh yes, Black Lives Matter. Let's write Black Lives Matter. Everything was like, oh, okay, now we believe them after something that crazy happened. And during that time, it was so much like a pandemic. So we're like getting depressed, we're down. It's all this craziness with, with the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that. And it's really funny. What came to me first was I want to do a t-shirt that says B is for black. That was the first thought that I had in my mind. That's, it was just, I told my husband, I want to do a t-shirt that says B is for black. And then I didn't say anything else for two months. <laughs> and, and he had a friend that, that was a graphic designer and I had started sketching out some stuff, like what I wanted it to look like. And so gave it to her and she started bringing up some stuff. It didn't work out because she was busy and I wanted to get it done. And, but during the talks with her, it was like, hmm, be for black. I was like, oh, it would be cool if I did like A, B, A, like Afro bets, like A is for authentic, B is for black, C is for culture. But it wasn't a business. It wasn't a brand. It was just do a t-shirt. And as I was sitting there thinking about it, I said, authentic black culture, authentic black culture. I said, what if I did a brand called authentic black culture? <laughs> it's it was literally born. That's exactly how it came about. Now, behind authentic black culture, it wasn't authentic black culture. We're going to be, because I'm already pro-black because I'm black. I have no other way to be. So I'm pro-black. I love my culture. I love everything, everything about the black culture. We are amazing. We are creative. We are everything. And everybody takes from our culture, yep. period. Whether it be the music, whether it be the dance and the way we dance, whether it be how we talk, our, our swag, our slang, <laughs> period. Like every other culture pulls from black culture and so black culture authentic black culture is about celebrating it's about celebrating black culture and who we are no matter what part of us it is and that's what it was born out of I love that I really love brands I'm at a place in my life like I'm not going to buy brands unless they have a mission behind it Yes, the, you want to make money. You go into business to make money. But I also believe that entrepreneurs like yourself are going into it more so for the mission, for the message behind it and to spread awareness. I remember like back in the days, hip hop was one of those things where it wasn't rap. It actually had a message. It actually had a, a political sound to it. And, and so a look. I, and a, a look. look. <laughs> and so I, I really believe that authentic black culture is going to be one of those brands that have a sound when somebody buys it and somebody wears it they're representing who they are the culture that means so much to them and be how it was birthed out the backstory of how the brand got birthed they're saying hey they're sending this message let's not go back there let's be aware mm -hmm. let's make a difference even if it's one person at a time mm -hmm. and so i really i love that if you listen Deborah, 
I, I love, we could talk all day long, but I know <laughs> we, we both got things we got to do. So let's leave one thing that you would leave with the audience about entrepreneurship or whatever it is that you want the woman that's listening to this to know that they can use for their life. Just one thing. The one thing that is going on now is basically me. I can't say enough about learning. I am in new territories. I'm I'm in a new territory. I've never done a business like this. I've never done anything in fashion. And I'm trying to get as much knowledge as I can, but I had to start. One thing I realized is you have to start. You can't wait till everything is perfect when you want to be an entrepreneur and everything falls into place because it doesn't work like that. If you have a vision and you have something that you want to do, something that you love to do, I'm not saying just go out and throw, throw money away and whatever, but there is never a perfect situation or perfect time to start. Just start. And I promise you things will fall into place. And always seek knowledge for the things that you don't know. We have an internet now. I have Googled, I have looked at YouTubes. I have purchased people's how to start a t-shirt brand. You name it, I've done it. <laughs> so be limitless. There are no limits. Do whatever it takes, do whatever you need to do to work on being successful. And once again, my motto, don't give up. Don't give up when it gets hard. That's the time you need to push harder. Don't give up when you don't understand something. That means you need to get on the internet and learn something. Find a mentor. Um, find somebody who's done or doing the same thing that you're doing. Get with somebody. People, if somebody, it's so funny because somebody asked me, I saw somebody when I was buying some of my product the other day and it was a young girl and I, she was trying to start her business. She was asking the, the people that we were buying from questions. And uh, I turned around to her and I was like, I was like, oh, let me tell you this. Let me, and so I just started dropping what I knew. I'm like, talk to your printer, tell them you need this. Make sure your quality is good. What kind of quality are you looking for? Oh, my printer said this, my printer said that. I was like, make sure you do samples before you get, get a bunch of stuff made to make sure you like it and like what you're doing, don't buy a bunch of, I'm just like telling her, she was looking at me like, wow, thank you. Because I wanna give as much knowledge as I can and the things that I've learned, I gotta pay it forward. And that's, I, I have to, and yeah. that's so critical, paying it forward and just learning. Deborah, listen, I, I thank you for being on this episode with us. I thank you for sharing your knowledge, dropping these nuggets. Can you let the folks know where they could connect with you at and where they could come in and, and, and patronize your business? Yes. So you can uh, shop with me and I'll be very excited at authenticblackculture.com. And that's literally spelled like all those words are spelled. Authenticblackculture, one word.com. You can actually follow me on Instagram at authenticblackculture. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Facebook, Authentic Black Culture, and Deborah Moten Lock, and my personal Deb Regulator, D E B R E. I'm sorry, Deb Deb Regulator, D E B R E G U L A T O R. I don't know. I always have. I always. I don't think about how I'm spelling that, but anyway, 
find me. If you go to Authentic Black Culture, you'll find me because it'll say the owner is Deb Regulator. So I'm hooked up to both of them. All right. And you guys, all all the links and things will be in this episode's uh, show description. If you're looking for it, just go to the show description. You can click and you'll get to where you need to navigate to. Once again, my name is Joy Nichols. I am your host for Just a Sisters podcast. I want to thank each and every one of my sister friends for jumping on this episode with me today and hanging out with the both of us. You can connect with me on social media at Facebook, Joy, J-O-I, Hunter, hyphen, Nichols. You can also follow me on Instagram at J-O-I underscore Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. You can follow the brand on Instagram at Count It All dot joy j-o-i and guess what y'all your girl is on clubhouse so you can follow me on clubhouse at joy nichols exactly how my name is spilled and remember no matter whatever it is that you're going through whatever it is that you are facing if you woke up today and you know who you are and you're breathing count it all joy until the next time i'll see you later sis bye hey sis i want to thank you all for rocking with your girl today Please make sure to like, review, download, and subscribe. Remember, it's just us sisters here. So be a part of the tribe and join us for our free Purpose is Greater Than Passion Mastermind course. Never forget that the woman today is a reflection of your internal strength and eternal purpose and a whole lot of sisters that got your back. Whatever it is that you go through in life, count it all joy. Until the next time, see ya.